Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Family, we're continuing in our series today, Let It Rain, Let It Rain. And today we're going to be looking at scripture in the New Testament today. The New Testament in the book of Matthew. It'll be easy to find today's text. The very first gospel in the New Testament, Matthew, is where we're going to be looking. And we're going to look at chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7, beginning at verse 24. Matthew 7 and 24. And here our text reads today, it says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and do with them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built and built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon his upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Great was the fall of it. The title of today's message is Storm Lessons. Storm Lessons. I tell you, there's some things that we can learn in the storm. We can learn in the storm. And as I was reading and studying the scripture for today, a poem came to me, a poem, very well-known poem is from or by poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, who authored the poem, The Rainy Day, The Rainy Day. And these words he spoke in this poem, very familiar words, said this, into each life, some rain must fall. Into each life, some rain must fall. You see, his premise in this line was that everyone will experience difficulty and heartache at some point. Everyone is going to experience difficulty and heartache at some point. In other words, you're going to go through something. I shared with you all years ago, a dear friend of mine said this. He said, listen, hard times are like doorknobs. Everybody's going to have a turn. <laughs> so here in this poem, he says, listen, he's letting us know that everybody's going to go through something, going to go through something. You see, in other words, we all will incur some type of storm in our lives. We're going to incur some type of storm in our lives. The storm may be one of finances or maybe with our health. It could be with relationships, but we will go through some type of storm or storms, plural, in our lives. We're going to experience that. We're going to experience that. And so as we look at these storms, these rains that come in our lives, I want us to look back at our text. I want to read through it one more time as we begin digging through it today. So let's look back at our text here. Again, it says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. He built it upon a rock. 
and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not. Notice it did not fall for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. Again the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Great was the fall of it. Here there is a very interesting truth that Jesus teaches in a clear contrast and it displays in this parable in this parable but i want to take a moment just to identify this is a parable and where is it located it's located at the very end of the sermon on the mount here it is jesus had taught so many practical things about the kingdom practical things about relationships practical things even about giving he talked, taught about giving and how to sow and give. And he also, and, and within that teaching, he said this. I want to address this for just a moment. He said, don't let the, the left hand know what the right hand is doing. Now, I mentioned that only because so many people have taken that scripture out of context. They've taken it out of context. They think that, that that's a scripture to, to authorize them, them hiding money from their spouse, <laughs> from them hiding things from their boss, <laughs> from them doing all kinds of foolishness. But that's not what Jesus was saying at all. He was saying that you should give. And as you give, you don't do so letting everybody know what you're doing. You simply give, you give almsgiving and you sow into the lives of others and you keep your mouth shut about it. Because if you let other people know, then their pat on the back is your reward. But yet when you keep your mouth silent, he's saying that God is going to reward you openly because you've been silent. You haven't gone running off at the mouth. That's what he was talking about. Practical things. Practical teaching was Jesus giving us. Not telling you how to be slick. <laughs> He wasn't telling you that at all. He was simply letting us know practical things and how we can engage with the Father and so that he can bless us and do the things that he wants to do in and through our lives. So there it was. He was teaching us these things, practical, practical teachings that he was giving us. Practical teachings. He was giving us through, the, the, it began with the Beatitudes and flowed through and came to the end, the end in which he taught us this parable, this parable. In fact, I want you to understand this as we look at this. It is a mercy that we hear his sayings. It is a mercy. It is the mercy of God, the mercy of Jesus, that we are able to hear his sayings. And in fact, in fact, blessed are those ears that are able to hear it. Blessed are the ears that are able to hear and recognize this is Christ speaking to me recognize these are the words of Jesus that he's giving me direction he's giving me inflection to know what to do and, and, and how to go about he, he, it's, it's the blessing of the Lord the blessing of the Lord that I'm able to hear it that I'm able to understand it he was letting us know that but also if we practice not what we hear we receive that grace in vain do you hear me if we don't practice the very things that we hear from the Lord, we receive the grace in vain. We receive it in vain. 
You see, to do Christ's sayings is conscientiously to abstain, abstain from the sins that he forbids and to perform the duties that he requires. I need somebody to type in chat, I do too. I do too. It's not just that you hear it but you do it. It's not just that you heard it, but you respond to it. You're able to hear his word and actually walk it out. You're able to hear it and then to do. Hear it and to do. Type in the chat. I do too. I don't just listen. I don't just hear and get up and go do my own thing as, as though I've, I've given some, some homage unto him. No, no, no. I hear it and I respond to it. I hear it and I apply it. I do too. I do too. You see, all the sayings of Christ, not only the laws that he, he has enacted, but the truths he has revealed must be done by us. It must be done by us. All things, all things that understand the laws that he's enacted are important and we should apply those. Remember, he's the fulfillment of the law, not the abolishing of the law. He fulfilled it. So therefore, he enacted these laws. We should pay attention. But the truth that he speaks to you, the truth that he speaks to you on your job when he tells you the things to do, when he tells you the things to do regarding your family. Listen, you need to do those things. You need to do those things. They must be done. They must be done. By whom? By us. We must respond and we must do those things. You know, they, they are a light. They are a light, but not just to our, our eyes, but also to our feet. They are a light, not just to our eyes, but also to our feet. Remember, thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. Here it is. His word becomes that very lamp that enables us to illuminate the way to, so that we can see our steps and also to illuminate the path to keep us moving forward. That This is what his word is. His words that he speaks, they are light unto us, not just to our eyes, but to our feet, to our path that will guide us forward, that will guide us forward. You see, his sayings are designed not only to inform our decisions, not only to inform our decisions, but to reform our hearts and lives. Not just to inform our decisions, although they do inform our decisions. You should be able to hear his word as you hear him speak to you. You should be able to make informed decisions. You should be able to make decisions that you've taken before him and he's helping you. But not just that, it should also reform. It should reform our heart. Our heart should beat a different way. We should love differently. As we hear his word, we should love differently. Listen, we should be able to live our lives in a different way. We, we, when we come and we're com we, we, we face the word of God, we don't just keep walking the same way. We don't keep living the same way. Our hearts aren't the same. No, we love differently. We love deeper. Listen, there was a, I told you all, Mother Cantrell, wonderful woman of God who went home to glory. She, she shared with me one time. She said, listen, I, I keep when I hear the word of God, it challenges me. She was like 93 years old <laughs> she was 93 years old she said I hear the word of God when I hear Jesus talking to me it challenges me now here it is this woman had been walking with God for over 60 70 years but she said every time I hear the word of God it challenges me it, it should challenge us to not remain the same but to keep growing to keep growing deeper depths longer greater heights we should keep going in the Lord as he speaks his word to us as he speaks his word to us, it reforms our hearts and our lives. You see, it's not enough. It's not enough to hear Christ's sayings 
understand them, repeat them, teach them, and talk about them. It's not enough. We must hear them and do them. Do you hear me? We must hear them and do them. It's great to know the word. It's great to memorize the word. It's great to be able to go around and quote the word. It's great to be able to, to, to be a walking concordance where you can spit out scripture when people ask you. That's a wonderful thing. But let me tell you something. If you're not living by it, it profits you nothing. You gain nothing. You need to hear it and to do it. Hear it and to do it. Hear it and do it. You see, hear the words and do them. Just hear them and do them. Why is that? Why is that? Because there is a rock provided for us to build this house upon. It's provided for us to build this house upon. And that rock is Christ. That rock is Christ. He is our rock. Listen, the church is built upon this rock. The church is built upon this rock. And so is every believer. Do you understand me? The church was built on the rock and so is every believer. Each one of us that calls upon the name of Jesus should be building our lives upon the rock of Christ himself. Upon his, or the rock of Christ. Upon the rock of Christ. Listen, he is strong and immovable as a rock. He's strong and immovable. Immovable. We may venture uh, and it's so we, we understand that because we may venture all of our hope upon him. We can venture all of our hope upon him. And watch this. We shall not be made ashamed of our hope. If you put all of your hope in Jesus, you will not be made ashamed. You will not. When you hear his word and you hear him speak to you, you place all of your hope in Christ. Place all of your hope in Christ. He's going to guide you. He's going to lead you. And you won't be made ashamed. You won't be made ashamed. You won't. You won't. Let me share this with you. There is a storm coming. There is a storm coming that will try what our hopes are based on. Do you hear me? There is a storm coming that will try what our hopes are based on. It's important to understand that. I don't want you to place your hopes upon a political party. I don't want you to place your hopes upon your bank account. Don't place your hopes solely upon what your current health status is. Don't place your hopes upon your relationships. The main relationship you place your hope in is Christ. You place your hope in Christ. Because when the storm comes, it is that foundation, that rock that will keep you from being blown over in the storm. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.